We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to take just a short break from uh, the talk of Sean Payton and the Broncos and the Saints. And we're going to go to Jake Madison joining us now from the Locked On Pelicans podcast. Jake, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you, you want to give us a word about Sean Payton or what? Yeah, I know you, I know you got an opinion, Jake. <laughs> yeah, give it to us, Jake. Man, it's done. We don't have to think about this anymore. I can actually look towards the draft now. I wasn't yeah. looking forward to it <laughs> yeah. this year. This gives you guys free stuff to talk about the well, next you couple tell of me. weeks. Man, that's great, year, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Jake, looking at um, the slumping Pelicans, to say the least, and they've now lost eight straight, and they're twenty six and twenty five. They're only one game above five hundred. And I'm looking at all of a sudden how competitive it is. They're in eighth place in the Western Conference. And when you look at uh, the, the postseason started now, they would need to win a play-in tournament game to advance into the playoffs. I thought we were way ahead of that, uh, considering what happened against the Bucks. Now, I know, I mean, we didn't have Zion. We didn't have B.I. We didn't have C.J. McCollum. But that Giannis uh, can play a little bit, can Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that first quarter he had was unbelievable against us. Yeah, look, the the team was very clearly punting on that game. C.J. McCollum very much needed a rest. He's been playing extended minutes right now, really trying to do his best to keep this team afloat. Though it's not truly working, as you mentioned, they're on an eight-game losing streak. They're just kind of going sports science right now with Brandon Ingram, not having him play on the second night of back-to-backs as he works his way back after basically missing two months. You know, it's tough, right, because they're sliding into the post into out of the playoff picture right now. And you said if the playoffs were to start today, they'd be in the play-in tournament. But the good news for this team is the playoffs don't start today. It doesn't start till April, and they've got some time to try and get this right and go on a bit of a run that we saw from them last year. And that might be a little bit of a glass-half-full approach, but you've got to look back to when this team was healthy, when they had Brandon Ingram, when they had Zion Williamson, or even just one of those two guys. This team was first in the West. They were second in the West. They were third in the West for a really long time. This team is very, very good when fully healthy. The problem is just they haven't been. And if you think they can get back to being healthy, they're going to be able to go on a run post-All-Star break and climb back up into those standings and be a very dangerous team going into the playoffs. But if you think they're not going to be able to get healthy, and there are questions about the health around Brandon Ingram, around Zion Williamson, and their ability to stay on the court – then it feels like it's time to panic a little bit. And maybe they need to make a move before the NBA's trade deadline, which is coming up next week on Thursday. So they're in a bit of a tough spot because if they do make a trade, trade away future assets, you know, you have to start thinking about the luxury tax next next year, the salary cap, right? They're projected right now, even if they lose Jackson Hayes and lose Garrett Temple to be $7 million into the luxury tax. Is that something that's sustainable for a small market team like this? You've got to kind of balance the short term and the long term. And it's not a position any general manager, president of basketball operations really wants to be in. And 
it, it might come down to you look at this season and say it's going to be a disappointment because of injuries. Maybe they do need to go through the play-in tournament. But that might be worth it to keep this championship window, the competitive window, open longer rather than adding a big salary player right now and potentially having to be in a position where you have to dismantle the team a little bit to duck under the luxury tax in a season or two. So it's really tough to try and find how you strike that right balance, but that's something that the Pelicans need to really evaluate right now. Now, uh, Jake, with that being said, and, and looking at, um, okay, uh, three-game road trip, uh, the Bucks that's over and done with. Uh, then it's could uh, conclude, I should say, against, games against the Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks. And I just think uh, the Pels offense, they have problem scoring, and uh, I'm going to elaborate on that. Uh, I'm looking at uh, what they scored 12 points in the first five minutes of the game uh, against the Bucks. And then all of a sudden, uh, Milwaukee races out to 17 to 14 lead. And then it was 18 points after one quarter. And then look at the Greek freak with at 18 of the 50 points. That was 50 points uh, total in the first quarter. And then I'm looking at New Orleans, uh, what, uh, struggled to score uh, during uh, it's, it's a 3 and 13 stretch. It seems like as of late, and look, well, we had uh, 44 points at the two quarters. I mean, it seems like that's been a problem. You know, you always want to play tough defense, but we have a problems like scoring the ball. Jake, the other thing yeah. about it is, and, and kind of piggybacking on what Bob said, is uh, the opening uh, line came out from I bet MGM with the Nuggets uh, Pelicans game the night was four and a half. Right now, it's six and a half. So that goes to tell you a little bit about what Bob was saying. I think Vegas feels the same way. Man, they they can't score point for point uh, with the Nuggets. No, that's been their big problem during the stretch. And it's not a surprise, right? When you're without your two best players, your two best scorers, and Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, that's that's essentially 50 points in street clothes right there. You know, you could add them back in, and, and I think it fixes a lot of the problems. Again, this team is very good when they're healthy. But there's just no replacement for those guys. We can talk about this team being one of the deepest teams in the league, and I actually think they are to a degree, but no team has a replacement for their top one, their top two guys like that. If the Boston Celtics have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum out for a game, they're going to struggle you know, mightily. And I think that's what New Orleans is going through right now. There's just nothing you can really do about that. And you have to just hope you can get a win here and there and kind of just tough out this real rough stretch, knowing that when they're healthy – These aren't problems that you need to work on because these things are already fixed. You know, certainly I think you could look at head coach Willie Green making some changes to the rotation. He finally went with Kyra Lewis Jr., their former first-round pick, 13th overall against the Milwaukee Bucks. He did well. I think he had 15 points in that game. He gives you a downhill scoring threat. This team has not been making their threes. So you may as well try and score at the rim at that point. And finally, after kind of begging for this on my show, Willie Green went with Kyra Lewis Jr. And that seemed to work a little bit. So hopefully they're going to mix things up. Look, if you're not going to make your threes and New Orleans is struggling to get quality looks from three, their guys are all in a slump at all of the same time. It's just kind of a perfect storm of badness for the Pelicans right now. Try something well, different. Give Najee Marshall the ball. Let him score. We'll see what happens. You know, uh, Jake, like you said, looking at Lewis, uh, 15 points uh, off the bench in uh, 28 minutes. Uh, so you look at trying to look at a bright spot what occurred against the Bucks. Uh, but then when you look at it now, I always look at I, I I don't look at only the Western Conference. I look at the Eastern Conference overall, and you look at record wise and a parity and all uh, right now. 
you talk about the playing game and all and how we how we've slid. I mean, I'd say I I think the Pelicans are the whole NBA. I think we top six, top eight. Well, right now we are the top ten. Uh, it's just amazing how game to game, if you can't uh, turn this skid around, uh, that that hollered affection perception where you at as far as ranked in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it's just just the, it kind of speaks to the parity of the league right now. You know, the trade deadline's less than you know two weeks away, and we really haven't seen a number of moves yet because I think the league doesn't know whether there's a, you know how many teams are going to be buyers, how many are sellers, because I think they're all kind of looking at the postseason and saying, hey, maybe we can get in there, maybe we can do what the Pelicans did last year, get in through the playing tournament and have a tough competitive first round series, and I think that kind of speaks to the success of the playing tournament right now that normally there's teams just kind of trading away players for cheap prices, things like that. There's usually a lot of transactions and you're not seeing that just yet because all of these teams are all bunched up in the standings thinking that maybe they can make a run to the conference finals. Maybe they can come out of the West, which seems more wide open than it has been in the past. And so I think new Orleans is kind of looking at that and going, yeah, we're falling down a little bit, but that also means that if you win on every given any given night, you kind of jump back up too. So I think they're kind of maybe, you know, it wouldn't shock me if they make a move. It wouldn't surprise me if they don't make a move. And if they don't make a move, I think they're really thinking long-term. That this season, yeah, it'd be disappointing to be the eighth seed, to be in the play-in tournament, to not have home court given the way that the season started. But as long as they're playing their best basketball, I don't think they mind not having home court. This is a team that I think can beat Denver, the current one seed, in a seven-game series. They've played that team pretty tough this season. And the last game that they played where they barely lost, you know, that was a game where they didn't have Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson. I think they match up particularly well with teams like the Golden State Warriors, the Memphis Grizzlies. I think they could beat the Sacramento Kings. Maybe you've got to go on the road and win a game seven. Maybe you start right. on the road for the first two games. But I think they're going to feel real confident knowing that this team, when healthy, had a top five offense, a top five defense, one of the best net ratings in the league. It's just unfortunate they're losing. But as long as they're healthy by the end of the year, no matter what their seeding is, I think that's truly what matters. It feels like this season's going to be right. a disappointment in terms of record no matter what because injuries have derailed that. But there's only so much you can do about that. They're not looking at self-inflicted mistakes where it's a bad rotation, where it's just guys not living up to their potential. These guys are only doing so much. I know I sound very optimistic here and right. like I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but you can't ask Najee Marshall to go and replace Brandon Ingram. You can't ask Jackson Hayes, certainly, to go and replace Zion Williamson. Just be healthy at the end of the year and kind of see what happens then. And at that point, I do think this team is really good. As you said, Bobby, they could be a top six team in the NBA. I think they could be a top four team. I think they could be a conference finalist. I'm not ready to say they could make the NBA finals. But they only do that if they're healthy. And that's the big question. So the question is, will they be healthy at the end of the year? And right now, unfortunately, that's an open question that we don't have an answer to. Yeah, yeah. you know, Jake, I look at the up-and-coming Sacramento Kings. I think, yeah, well, we could beat them if you have all hands on deck. But that's been a surprising team. You know, it's been surprising to me. And I don't know how you compartmentalize or are you able to handle this. You know who's a freak is Kyrie Irving. I mean, uh, Kyrie Irving, like the earth's flat and all that. What he's done with the Brooklyn But that cat can play. I mean, (laughs) to me, Kyrie Irving is unbelievable considering, I I don't know about my whole life, but I know I can freaking play basketball. I mean, what's your take on the, the Nets and Kyrie Irving? 
I mean, they're a good example of kind of what the Pelicans are going through right yeah. now, right? You see Kevin Durant go down, and they struggle. It's just sometimes if you don't have your best guys, you're going to lose games. Even with a guy like Kyrie Irving, who is an amazing player, he might be one of the best scoring point guards we've ever seen in the league. That guy has a touch around the rim, the ability to finish at the rim, through contact, around contact, like no one else we've ever seen. I've actually compared Zion's finishing around the rim to him, which is putting him in, in line with all, you know borderline Hall of Famer in Kyrie Irving. Right. But he can only do so much. They're still losing games, the Brooklyn Nets are, yeah. without him. You know, they got that win over the Lakers the other night because LeBron and Anthony Davis didn't play, but they went on a four-game losing streak right after Kevin Durant went down. You know, health is the biggest factor. You mentioned the Sacramento Kings and said they're surprising. They've lost the fewest games to injury this year. They're one of the healthiest teams in the NBA. And guess what? They're third. Sometimes it's just as simple as health being the great equalizer. You know, Mike, you say this all the time. The best ability is what? Availability. Availability. And the Pelicans just don't have that. And maybe that means they need to look at this roster, look at Brandon Ingram, look at Zion Williamson and go, can we rely on them for an 82-game season? And if you can't, that leads to bigger questions about what they need to do this offseason. But if you feel they can, this team's still really good, and I think that's worth keeping in mind, even when it feels like we need to hit that red panic button on an eight-game losing streak right now. Jake, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it to see. Man, we can't change it around in uh, in Denver, but, man, the Nuggets are tough. The Nuggets, <laughs> you got the Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 but he just scored 50 points with the Mavs. Luca was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He can be hot or cold. I don't know. It doesn't get easier, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks for having me on, you guys. All right. For all things Pelicans, subscribe to Lock On Pelicans on the Odyssey app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, Jake Madison. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.